This week on It's Too Wordy, that Starman comic hit me right in the feels, man. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of It's Too Wordy, the comic book podcast where three buddies discuss comic books from their childhood and today. I'm Kirk. I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm Nick. Are you sure? <laughs> With how my brain is? Probably not. Bum, Nick. How are we doing this week? Horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. 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 It's only Monday, man. I'm having bad brain day. Like yeah. all like this weekend and today. Yeah. Bad. Like, it's gonna we be a watching, long week. We were watching football and I was like, I can't name any of these guys. I was <laughs> talking on the what? phone at work today and I was like, I couldn't talk. So this week we're gonna be discussing Butcher of Paris, number one by Dark Horse Comics. And Starman 27 by DC Comics. Do Butcher Paris first? Yeah. All right. What do we think, guys? It was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to say that it was. I liked it. It was a good story. I wasn't expecting the ending. I kind of figured that's where it was going about a quarter of the way through. Going in, not knowing anything about this book, I wasn't sure what the time period was. So back in the World War II days... Yes. I'm like, oh, okay, that, interesting. And then... It's based on true true facts. Yeah. But, so. I, you know, I think the art was decent. And I did have to go back and make sure the guy that was getting roughed up by the Nazis in the beginning wasn't the doctor. I couldn't remember his name. And I was like, oh, no, it wasn't him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a good story. It was a good start to something. I think having a World War II, that it took place during World War II, and you didn't know about this until... I didn't know about this until now. Yeah. So it was kind of fun learning something new. And I absolutely love World War II. Doing history, you know, watching all them shows and learning about right things I didn't learn in school. What'd you think? Silent but deadly. Ugh. In the beginning, it felt really like a lot like Casablanca. Like the guys needing a passport out of, out of town to escape the, the persecution. And he gets caught just like in the movie. Yep. And so, so you're like, huh. This did happen, you know. Imagine it's that. Like, yeah, right. World <laughs> War Two, like, getting caught, <clears throat> Jews getting caught by Nazis. Right. It was okay. I yeah, I liked it. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna. Keep I'm probably not gonna up, keep reading it, but I did like it. It was cool. Yeah. It's 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 a, I don't know, kind of a mix between Casablanca and H. H. Holmes. So if you like murder mysteries mixed with World War Two, this is probably right up your alley. I just don't see where it's gonna go. After the second issue. With the cliffhanger that they had in there, but you already know who or what's going on from reading the rest of the book. So are they going to do this? Is it just going to be them be chasing the, the guy? Hunting for, the whole, for him? Yeah. For like three issues? I don't need that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I liked it. I did too. I'll give it a I'll give it a four. I'd say three. Just for historical purposes. I'm going to go right in the middle. Three and a half. Okay. It was a good story. It was cool. Good art. But yeah. did it have enough to keep our interest in it? No. Not really. So now we're going to move on to Starman number 27. And I wasn't kidding. I was telling Nick. I think Ryan was engrossed in a book that it... I pay attention. It made me... <laughs> it, it like I like... For some reason, it made me tear up today because it was just... Maybe it's because it's getting closer to the holidays and missing certain people and i understand what the santa and what pete was going through yeah yeah so this is from february 97 and it's uh jack well 
his friends are having a get together, like like a Christmas party. Um, the O'Dares, who are a bunch of detectives, they're cops. The whole family is cops. So half of the issue is watching people show up to the party. Like Jack's dad shows up, the Shade shows up. Yep. And he's like, well. My kind of company's not really welcome here, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not really into the Yuletide thing. Maybe I'm, Yuletide be great or something like that. I'm gonna get out of here. The other half is Jack trying to get to the party, and he stumbles across a guy in a park, homeless guy, homeless guy in a Santa Santa um, costume, crying on a bench. Yep. <clears throat> and Jack, being Jack, he's gotta go look because <laughs> 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 he finds out that Pete um, lost his family. He lost his house. And somebody stole his locket, and it was the only thing he had left. Right. And come to find out that he was mugged by a couple other homeless people for the for the, like to turn in for cash. And through this whole thing, you're just learning about Pete. And at the end, Jack brings Pete to the party so we can have a real Christmas. Yep. So why is he wearing a Santa suit? He lost. He his... lost. He took his clothes off because he got a job as a Santa, and they and threw him away. the The maintenance people thought they were so bad that they were just trash, so they threw him away, and that's all he could wear. That's right. So, yeah, because it was they were so smelly that they were just yep. threw him away. Yep. Yeah, that stays on par with the Starman books that I've read previously. Yeah, I think I've got to be in a certain mood to enjoy I, most I... Starman books. This one. Perfect timing. I think, yeah, like I said, I, it hit me pretty good today while I was sitting there reading it. The art's perfect. I really liked it. Yeah. It's some of James Robinson's best stuff. He uh, does really good with those JSA uh, characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really missed this book. I think that could have kept going. Is it expensive? No. No? So I could no. find it if I wanted to start reading it? There's tons of different editions of trades. You can no. find them pretty I'll try, for, I'll try to find a trade then. Yeah, this is going to be a five for me, just because of the way it hit me today. I was like, this is this is a perfect comic book. Yeah, yeah. it was the best thing to come out of Zero Hour. Yeah. And debate! You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I do have a soft spot in my heart for Book of Fate, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's some fun stuff that came out of Zero Hour. Starman. Manhunter. Manhunter was good. Really? I no, liked that, it. That, that, I mean, I have to go back and read it. It for when back in the ninety, it was a ninety four. Mm-hmm. About that, it seemed like the artwork was like splatter, like that Stephen Platt, like just splatter on the page. Maybe yeah. I'll go back and read it. I don't know. I mean, I only read the first issue, so maybe I have to go back and get that. I've read a couple of them. I, I didn't think it was horrible, but yeah, no, this is a good, it's a good Christmas book. This is know. a good way to be introduced to Starman, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So it was a, like when I was reading, I was like, this is kind of a perfect introduction. Yeah. You get to know that he's a sentimental, like mm-hmm. he cares about people. He's not really a superhero superhero. He's just kind of given the staff and does what he does with it. Made me want to read more. I I, I think it's a four and a half for me. Cool. What do you think, Nick? It's about four and a half. I yeah, no, right, Starman right? got me hooked on uh, The Shade. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while reading these books I was like that we've been reading, yeah. and it's like finally something hit me the right way. Right. And I was like, "This is, this is awesome." I haven't thought of this way for a book for a while. So, yeah, no, it's a fantastic read. Yeah, go back and find it. It's gonna, so easy I'm to gonna. find. All right, Ryan, who do we got for the D-lister this week? 
There's so many starmen out there, but I chose Ferris Knight. So he is, or was, the starman of the, the 853rd century. He was a me- member of the Justice League Alpha and was a distant descendant of Jack Knight and Misty's, the Mist's son, excuse me. He does command an alien artifact called the Corvette, which is a similar function to the Cosmic Rod. He lives on a space station where he monitors the artificial sun Solaris. He did arrange for the defeat of two Justice Leagues and travels back in time to kill Ted Knight. But after meeting Ted, he changes his mind and ultimately sacrifices himself to save modern Earth. If you'd like to know more about this guy, feel free to read DC One Million. Even the guy from the Mary Tyler Moore show? <laughs> Caddyshack? <laughs> That's fantastic. Inner space? <laughs> Ted Knight. Nice. <laughs> Think of the Beastie Boys song. There's they he mentioned he's mentioned in one of the Beastie Boys songs. I can't remember which one it is. So what do we got going on at the shop this week? Ryan? All right. So Krypton recently made a purchase of the Omaha collection, which is pretty much every key issue of Marvel ever made. So they are doing a viewing of them on the 14th, which by the time this airs, that will be two days. Two days after the show comes up. The, the, yeah, the viewing. However, all these items are going to be on sale. So we got Amazing Fantasy 15, so the first appearance of Spider-Man. They've got Amazing Spider-Man 1 through 365. They got X-Men 1 through 250. They got the Giant Size X-Men 1. Uh, they got Avengers 1 through 10, Fantastic Four 1 through 47, Tales of Suspense 39, the first Iron Man, Daredevil 1 through 12, Journey into Mystery 83, the first Thor, Hulk 1 through 6, and 102 to 200, and much more. Now, here's the catch. They do want to try to sell these as sets. They don't want to piece out the amazing or the Spider-Man books or the X-Men books or whatever. I'll run right down there and buy all of it today. I have seen all these. They are amazing. Was this a private collector? Or? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Um, I know the guy that had them. Jeebus. He does a lot of consignment stuff for the shop with toys. He's like the Transformer and G.I. Joe dude. And um, he decided to get rid of his books. And Does uh, he have kids? Yeah. He just... Uh, they he, pay, their college is paid for. He just recently brought in, uh, probably about six months ago, I guess. He had a whole bunch of Golden Age stuff. That's where I actually got my Golden Age Green Lantern. But he had a almost complete run of Showcase. Only missing issue four of The Flash that he sold to the shop. A uh, complete run of Brave and the Bold. A few others that I can't think of off the top of my head. But he he had a lot of the good stuff. And so it's kind of cool to see that he wants to show the community what he's got. And, um, you know, sell those things while uh, while there's some value to them. Yeah. So, wow. That's amazing. They're on display now? Uh, they will be on the 14th. They're putting up a big display on it. So this upcoming Saturday, they're going to be on display. Uh, where people can view them and things like that. Uh, okay. I may have to stop in just so I can see them. I yeah. can't buy any of them, but I'll stop in to see them. Get a picture taken with them. Yeah. That's what it <laughs> says in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's time now for everybody's favorite segment. The
I know you'll fix it in post. So, all right, we'll cut it off there. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go first because I only have one. I picked up Annihilation Scourge Nova Number One. Uh, pretty much, it's Nova. It tells the history a little bit of how he came back to Earth, came back from the Cancerverse, and Annihilus is trying to recruit him to help him stop someone. And he's like, why would I help you, right? And they're talking, and the Cancerverse comes and attacks. And Richard, um, Nova says he's been spoiling for a fight, so he takes him, throws the ship into the sun, and Annihilus escapes off of the ship. And he's like, oh, I thought you were on the ship. I was. And he's like, damn, I didn't, you know, he's like, damn, I couldn't kill you. <laughs> so Annihilus finally convinces him to help him. And Nova's like, okay, I know someone who can help us. So they go to Valeria and Franklin's house. They're like teenagers. They're being left alone. It's the Richards residence, right? And he's like, I need, I need your help. And they're like, no, right? And he's like, well, that's really rude, and Annihilus is like, well, what do you expect from Richard's kids? You know, and <laughs> stuff like that, and it just goes back and forth how they're like, he's like, I want, I need your help, I really need your help, and he's like, no, and Annihilus is like, I have a way with children, and he knocks down the door and says, you will help me, or I will basically kill you, right? And they're like, no, <laughs> and come to find out the Richards has already gone to into the negative zone to try to figure out what's coming that is scaring Annihilus so bad. And so Nova and Annihilus go and they're talking and he's fighting all these people. He runs them through like really quick and he's really hesitant to help Annihilus. And Annihilus is like, I knew this warrior, the one who defeated me, you know, he, uh, he was this great, strong, powerful warrior. And it was me. He goes, it was me. Damn it. He's like, and then he like he just kept talking. He's like, "It was me." And he's like, "What happened to you? You're like a shell of your former self." Right? Like when he came back from the cancerverse, he didn't realize that he was infected and he released everything into like the sick our dimension, right? And towards the end of the at the end of the book, you know, he goes through the cancerverse shows back up and he defeats him again, but this time they die. Because in the negative zone, it works differently than the Cancerverse. So they die. And Sentry shows up, and he's working with the Cancerverse, right? He's not one of them. He's just working with them. And he's like, he pulls him in. He tries to pull him into the Cancerverse. Nova tries to stop him. He gets captured, and it's the Revengers are back. And all of a sudden, Nova freaks the fork out. Right? He's like, I'm never going back! I'm never going back! You can't make me! And he flies off, and Annihilus is like, well, we're screwed. Because this, whatever's coming is coming, and they, he thought he had Nova to help him, and Nova's like, nope, peace out, I'm out, I'm not going back, I'm not going back to that place, right? Okay. Art, phenomenal. Writing, phenomenal. Made me, like, want more. Here's my problem. It's a frickin' one-shot. I'm like, you bastards. You got me all invested in the character again. And it's a one-shot! So I'm taking it down to a four. Because it was only a one-shot. Or else it would have been a five. For me. Because I really enjoyed it. Well, after uh, Annihilation, 
first time, that's when Nova brought his got his book back. Yeah. So maybe this time they'll bring it back again. I hope because it made me invested in the character. Ryan's laughing because he thinks it's really funny. <laughs> so that's the only thing that aggravated me that I I, I was like, there's like continue the. It'll take place in Fantastic Four, Annihilation, Scourge, one-shot. And I'm like, bastards, you didn't tell me it was a one-shot. It's not a Spider-Man book. It's not an X-Men book. There's no way they're bringing back a Nova book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wait, can hope. He can get a symbiote. He has a symbiote. Maybe that's Maybe. what will come up next. Maybe. Maybe it's Null. Maybe Hickman. It's n- oh, Maybe Hickman God. will say he's some kind of mutant. And then he can get bra- dragged back in. But right. there, th- there's no way they're re- doing another Nova book. <laughs> okay. So, let's let's think about it this way. He has to fight Null. And Null, Null is at the yep. end of the Annihilation. There you go. Then he becomes a sp- spider Sym- symbiote, symbiote Nova. character. And then he can join the Spider-Verse. Noven- and then- <laughs> Novenum. I don't know. I really want one. And this made me want a Nova book even worse. I know we're not going to get it, just like Nick's never going to get Ted Cord back the way he's supposed to be. you got to wait for the movie to come out. Here's yep. the thing. What you got to remember is that's a fantastic one-shot, but is it enough to prolong a, or make a series out of it? I mean, maybe a mini, maybe a max, but to have a prolonged run with it and have it being quality all the way through, I wouldn't you'd mind be unbelievably it, disappointed at I some point. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem if it was just 25 issues. They'd have to get Abnett Landing back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, then, oh, yeah. then, then, yes. I don't know. It just made me care too much about him again, and I was like, "Who does the artwork for that?" Because the cover looks exactly like an old annihilation. It wave. does. It looks like an annihilation wave. It's uh, Ibrahim Ibrahim Roberson. Huh. So cool. it look it it the artwork's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I'm like they pour all this into it, and then they're like, "Yeah, it was just a one shot, guys." We'll, we'll test the waters mm-hmm. out. Yep. See if you're interested. Maybe in that's it. hopefully what it was. Seems like yep. all the space stuff, like uh, Prodigal Son, is just one shot. Yeah, so the Ryan's probably right. My hopes are probably up too high, but anyway, that's all I got. So I went back and filled up a little bit of my runs, and I found Black Terror number one from Dynamite. This is the book that it should have been. This issue one is great. Take everything that you read from Project Superpowers, throw it away. Does not matter in this because. Project Superpowers, they got put in, see, brain problem. They got put in Pandora's box and from the 1940s, and they showed up in the 1990s, well, 2000s, right? This book starts out in the 1970s, and Bob Benton is a pharmacist again, and he's going through superhero withdrawal. So he's like, all the, sh- all the crap I saw, all the murder, all the death, and he's, he's popping Valium because he can't sleep, and it helps him to relax. He's like, all I want to do is be a pharmacist. I don't ever want to be a superhero again. And then something happens, and he's following this guy. Well, some like this weirdo is stealing drugs from his pharmacy, right? So he follows him, and he follows him in his house, and he's like, oh, God, this guy's sick, right? He's, he's messed up. So he dons the suit again, goes and confronts him, and the guy's like, oh, thank God I got caught. Oh, my God, you know what it's like living with this? Tara's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? All I know is that you're stealing drugs, pretty much. And he opens this cabinet, and there's just body parts and jars everywhere. And <laughs> All right, I want to read it. And, yeah, so he's, yeah, it's 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 actually the better part. The second part, like, issue two, makes no sense. 
compared to this one. This one is so much better than issue two. Like issue two just went downhill. Can I borrow it? Yeah, go ahead. Then I filled, which I read chastity number two. I found chastity number one. Ugh. Chastity number two Ugh. is so much better. Like this one, she's just going to an audition to be in a movie. And they that's when they get drugged and they get put on the boat. That's pretty much all this one is. So the end. I don't want to read that one. Black Terror number one, four. Black Terror number two, ugh, don't read it. One and a half. <laughs> chastity number one, yeah. It's a good opening. But Chastity number two is great. So it's an off and on with Dynamite, I guess. Or ups and downs, whatever you want to call it. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. All right. So Nick handed me a book last week that I got extremely excited about. It's Mirage Studios Prime Slime Tales, issue two. This is released in 86, I think. And from what I can pick up is a alien slime thing shows up in this junkyard and a cat befriends it. But apparently he kind of infested this biker guy. And the biker guy, for whatever his reason, his girlfriend's hanging around the junkyard too, waiting for the biker guy to show up. Well, the biker guy shows up, but he's now this big, grotesque creature. And so the, the girlfriend, the cat, and the slime creature are all teaming up to take on this biker guy. And they call he turns into like a gigantic cockroach or something like that this is great so they end up calling acme pest control also known as the roach busters to come and take care of this gigantic roach and they're all hanging out in the junkyard waiting to take on this roach and they get on this tall tower this tall pile of junk and looking for this roach and it is the pile of junk turns into a bunch of cockroaches and they're all starting to attack so that's where it's left off at. It's a lot of fun. I like that a lot. Yeah, I've never seen another one. I didn't know where this existed, but, you know, for the kind of stuff that I collect, that's right up my alley. It's the guy who did geriatric gerbils. It is, yes. Yep. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. All right. Another one I did was the Dreamery. Uh, this is one of the ones I picked up from 50 bucks for 20 bucks, or 50 bucks for $20. Um, I picked up one, two, three, and four. One was an interesting story. It's all black and white. It's about, uh, what, what are those half men, half horse centurions? Centaurs? centaurs? Centaurs. So it's about these, these centaurs that live in harmony with humans. And this dad is centaur is going to go in and get new, uh, horseshoes from the human. And the son keeps on saying, oh, I want to get horseshoes i want to get horseshoes i want to get horseshoes and the neighbor kid scares the crap out of him is like oh there's a lot of fire and they're going to put nails into your feet and everything else so the kid doesn't want them so for christmas they go and get him these horseshoes and the dad had to have a heart to heart with the kid saying hey it's not as bad as you think it is and it's all about how parents should communicate with their kids okay so the second one was actually a spin from alice in wonderland the art was fantastic in this. It was well told. It reminds me a lot of Scotty Young stuff. A lot of fun humor with it. I don't remember all the details of Alice in Wonderland. So I don't know how true to form it is. But uh, they had the whole 
she drank the potion and they ate the cake and all that and the rabbits there too and it was this is just amazing i haven't seen any other issues of the dreamery ever outside of picking them up from the show but these are really good and i can't wait to read the rest of them i would say this is my final book but i did remember i wanted to review one other thing this one is the question the deaths of vic sage this is a dc black label this is a great whodunit and the question plays a detective so he's batman no, Batman wants to be the question. Batman wants to be the question. <laughs> this is just fantastic. The art's amazing. So the question ends up busting a councilman for the city where he is in a prostitution den where there's minors. And there's a he's wearing this ring. And so the question takes the ring and is trying to look into it a little bit because he's like, this image looks really familiar, but I don't know why. And so he does a newscast and he's interviewing the sister of the mayor and basically says yeah your brother's crony just got busted in this prostitution house and so she got all pissed off because she's like uh you blindsided me there that wasn't cool so she went to talk to the mayor and found out that he is actually doing some dirty stuff in the meantime a policeman pulls over two black teens and and shoots them causing race riots and they're trying to get him to come back in to do a report on this and see if he can calm down the city well he did some research on this ring and he found out as part of a a group that existed back last time they were seen was back in 1908 so he goes to one of the old buildings that existed at that time and goes down to the basement area and he finds on the wall the image of what was the the ring's image and ends up falling down this pit and finds all these dead bodies and a mask that is very similar to his. So when they call him in to come out and do the reporting on the, the race riots, uh, he's like, no, I've got to go see Dragon. And he goes and sees Richard Dragon, who apparently trained him in Kung Fu and was talking to him about, hey, I found this mask. He's like, what? It's your mask. What's the big deal? He's like, no, this was found in a building with a bunch of bodies from probably the nineteen hundred early 1900 time frame. So Richard Dragon drugged him and put some medicine in his tea, and he starts having these uh, visions of that time frame, and it ends where he goes back in time, kind of like mentally goes back in time, and he's got the question mask on and the kids, he's like, I want water. And the, there's this kid standing there and goes, but how are you going to drink it? You don't have a face. And that's how it left off. This is amazing. This, this is a, I, I can't explain how much I enjoyed this book. I didn't even know it was coming out. So the, the, this is needs to be checked out. And my final one is I did read Conan 2099. It was the best one. Was it the best one? It was. It, I couldn't believe how well they did with that character and putting him in the year 2099. And do you want to read it? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay, because I don't want to give it away, but I think you would be surprised on how that book ends. I'll bring yeah. it for you next time. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. He becomes a superhero. I'm sure he does. You don't know the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, definitely uh, check out that Conan 2099 as well. Okay. Cool. Awesome. 
For this week's list, it was our top 10 game comics from 1999. I'm going to go first because I stopped reading in 1996. So I did it from the perspective of if I was reading, then which ones I would read. Nice. Okay. So the first one I picked, which was number 10, which is low on my list, but I needed something to round it out, was Son of Superman. Number nine, Deathlock. Number eight, Vader's Quest. Number seven, Superman vs. the Terminator. Number six, X-Men Children of the Atom. Five, Flashpoint. Four, New Warriors. Three, Guardian Devil. Two, The Crow. And number one, Astonishing X-Men, Josh Whedon's run with it. Wow, cool. Alright. And I have read two on here. I read Guardian Devil and Flashpoint, so... Okay, I was going to say Flashpoint's up there, so if you want to borrow it. Yeah, I've read it. I've read it. <laughs> All right, so actually 1999 games would be a fun one to do, too. It would be a fun one, because I was more into gaming then than I was in the comics. Knights of the Republic. Yep. Lost many nights. Okay, mine, number 10, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Nine, Sam and Twitch. Number eight, Cable, which had my favorite artist, Jose Ladron, doing it for a while. Number seven, Mr. Majestic. Number six, Daredevil. Number five, Our Man. Number four, The Goon. Number three, Captain Marvel, the Genus Bell reboot. Um, number two, Books of Magic. And number one, JSA. All right. Number 10, Stars and Stripes. Jeff John's first book he ever wrote. Love it. Shocker. Number nine, Tomb Raider, Witchblade Revisited. Number eight, Elseworlds 80-page giant. This was a reprint of the original, but the original was way overpriced. So, number seven, Coven Dark Origins, number one. Number six, Telios, number one. Number five, JSA, number one. Number four, I had Amazing Spider-Man, the first relaunch, but I forgot about Daredevil, and Daredevil was amazing, so I'm Spider-Man's out. Okay. Number three, Battle Chasers. Number two, Danger Girl. And number one, got me back into the character, Green Lantern, number 115. All completely different. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. How that always, I love it when that always works. Yeah. And just thinking about, like, Daredevil was on all of our lists, so yep. that was a major reboot. Major. Yep. And I think that was Kevin Smith or Bendis yeah, at that Kevin, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith and Joe Quesada. Yep. Such it was really good. That's the Guardian Devil was my idea that a, got me into it. That is a must read from Bendis all the way to, to uh, Fractions. Yeah, run. stop there. Okay, I'm, I'm planning on picking up more. So mm-hmm. don't go past Fractions run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he tried really hard because what they did was Kevin Smith did his bit and then Bendis did his bit and he left a cliffhanger for Brubaker to have to figure out. Brubaker left a cliffhanger for Fraction, and they have to figure out. Fraction left a uh, cliffhanger for what was the guy's names that wrote it afterwards? Can't he? They did that Shadowland thing, right? Horrible. Yeah, yeah. that's they why I don't even remember it. They didn't bother picking up where the they left off at. So definitely check that one out. All right, I believe we had a question we were supposed to research for this week. Yeah, it's okay. You don't have to do it. We don't we don't have to do it because I had trouble finding one for me. So I'm going to say this: it doesn't fit all your criteria, 
but I'm going to say this because I feel that the character did kind of die after the 70s, even though they did continue on with stories with him. Iron Fist. He was a very spiritual character who was trying to get things figured out. They did a fantastic job with him. And then all of a sudden he became a cheese ball once he teamed up with Power Man. And then you haven't seen that kind of Iron Fist since, even though they've done other reincarnations of him. So I, I still think that would qualify. It does. Okay. okay. So I have one. Okay. I was going to bring this up Should as a we joke. bring up the question first? Like, <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> um, my question was, think of a character that appeared in the 1970s and never appeared after that. The first one I thought of was Millie the Model. Okay. Because she stopped in 73 and we haven't had a Millie the Model book since. Nope. We've had Patsy Walker, but we've never yeah. had a Millie the Model. And another one that I thought of was, um, it just had to be a character, right? Uh-huh. So Thunderbird from right. X-Men. The original. James Proudstar. James Proudstar, he died in the second issue. Second mission of the X-Men. Right. And they, they haven't brought him back as a character character, but they brought him back in like Necrotia. Right. And so, so I don't really count that. Would you? I wouldn't no, count that. it's not the same. It's not the same. And then the other one was Kirk from Aquaman, which he brought <laughs> up to me, which I thought was quite funny. He's going to be our uh, our uh, D-lister when you were you were gone, but we did there, somebody else. There was not enough. There was enough. nothing. There on, wasn't on enough Kirk on him. So, <laughs> um, mine, um, Shang Chi, same vein as Iron Fist. He's not been the same since the seventies. Completely different character now. Not the same. But mine, he was the wildest superhero ever because he was real. Any guesses? John Wayne. No, they never made a Marvel comic out of him. Abraham. I wish. <laughs> he was a vampire hunter. No, um, the human fly. Oh. He was uh, based off a of real-life Daredevil. Oh, nice. And one of my favorite books, finding those in like the quarter box and just collecting them all. It took me a long time to get them all, but I finally did. I love this book. Cool. But he's only appeared one time since the book got canceled, and he was on a cover, and I think it was a redacted cover. Because they don't have the rights to him. So they had to take it back. So he's only appeared in the 70s. Hmm. If you ever get a chance, it's a pretty fun read. Awesome. If I'll you check like, it out. If you like Evil Knievel, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Motorcycle jumps and crazy crap. Yeah. It's awesome. Anybody got anything else? No Brain Busters this week? That's all right. We don't have to do that every week. Ghostbusters trailer came out today. It did. Wonder Woman 1984 came out. The preview for that. I, I just don't know if I'm going to dig Christine mm. League and... As the cheetah. As the that cheetah. just doesn't look right. Chris Pine's back. I want to know how he came back. Did Martin he die? Fly. Did he die? I don't think it's really him. I think Glorious Godfrey has put something in her brain to make her look think that it's Or it's her. a life model decoy. Well, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Since uh, there's new gods running all over that place. Huh. No, I'm just getting count on countdown for Star Wars. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't suck. New trilogy coming in 2021. Yep. By Ryan Johnson. It's not going to have anything to do with uh, the Skywalkers. Nope. So the last movie is on the 20th. Of the it's Skywalkers. It's going to be about Deke Starkiller and <laughs> just take off from there. Dash Rendar. Greedo trilogy. Um, <laughs> he shot first, damn that, it. That's the, that's the tagline for the third movie. <laughs> Greedo shot first. <laughs> That's all I'm excited for right now. So, oh, I picked up uh, Follow the Mutants and the fourth uh, Essentials 
X-Men, and it has God Love Man Kills in it. In the Essentials? In the Essentials. Yep. Wow. Right in the middle of the Essentials, it has God Love Man Kills. I'm like, that's awesome, because I have a digital copy. I don't have, like, a physical one that I can read. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Nice. So, anything else? Mm-mm. I got All right. No. Well, have fun. Read more comics. It's been Kirk. Brian. And Nick. See you guys. Bravo blasting in from deep space. Racing through distant galaxies. It's Space Race.